What a game. What a tremendous game and a uh, ridiculous atmosphere. How about the atmosphere that we've developed in this building? Unbelievable. And we're on spring break, aren't we? Didn't matter. Didn't, didn't matter. Didn't matter to a lot of these kids. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. Um, and they wanted to support their team. They wanted to support their guys. And uh, the rest of the fans did too. Awesome. What an awesome environment. And to, to think that, that when we started making the comeback that our guys weren't fueled and energized by what the crowd was doing, how wild of a concept would that be to think that? Um, so we owe a lot to the crowd for that. But, uh, but it was awesome. Great game. Good game. A lot of guys did a lot of things. Michi had some real special moments. But, um, you know, I thought Jacoby early in the game kept us in it when, when we were, you know, kind of running in mud a little bit, made a couple shots. Um, just so, too many guys, too many guys to, to really single guys out. Was a, I think it was the epitome of a, of a good team victory. So really happy, really proud of those guys and, um, and really happy for them. Lamont it seemed uh, the the one three one. You broke that out again. It really seemed yeah. to work, especially with Zach at the head of it. Just what yeah. was the decision making there, and was that a plan going into the game or something that you kind of yeah. emergency? You know, um, we had talked just briefly on it. Um, uh, Eddie Shannon had the scout, and um, there had been a couple other games that teams had made a little comeback and had used some zone, different zone than ours, and so. Um, it was in there. It's always in there, depending on how we play. Trust me. Sometimes I don't need to, I want to break it out unless I, unless we're in dire straits. But it's always in there. Um, but they were they were being so effective off the ball screen in a variety of ways. Sometimes it's easy to shore up if, okay, this is what we're doing today. Off the ball screen, we're always giving up the pocket pass. Like let's make an adjustment, in game or at halftime that we can do that. But they were they were getting a pocket pass. They threw a, a lob or two. Um, the, 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 the primary ball handler coming off was getting into the paint and finishing, and they got some good mid-range scores. Those guys are good. Um, so typically, while the numbers aren't that high on that shot, the, these guys are really talented, and they made some. So ultimately, the, the, the main decision in going to it was that, and I almost, I, I pump faked like three times in the, two times in the timeouts leading up to it just to get the guys going because sometimes it's a lot of effort to do the one three one and I just kept telling them I was like guys I don't want to do the one three one but we'll give you another couple minutes here and we may have to go to it and so we ultimately did and it was really effective for us and we were just really active I think it, I think to, again to go back to it the main reason was I wanted to I wanted to create some indecision in the ball screens or or minimize the number of ball screens actually that you would set you you got some built-in help um, to absorb aggressive drivers. It, Coach, do you want to take credit for something you told Michi at halftime, or is that just further evidence of a special kid? Mm. No credit here to be had on my part. That's for sure. Um, he just he played well, you know. He played well, and you could see it. He, he got into a couple situations, and and he finished them, and then you could see. You could see the little extra bounce in his step, or just a little bit. You get to know guys. He's and it just was moments kept coming, and then and he kept performing. Um, and then you know his confidence swelled at that point, and he was he was making some plays. But um, 
I, I always keep going back to the team and how uh, you know, a lot of guys did a lot of things that even put us in position that when it came time <clears throat> for Michi to stand up on a couple of those shots, the stage was set for him to, to make a couple of those plays. Hey, Coach, you guys suffered that two-game losing streak for the first time all season. You guys have rattled off three straight. Where do you like where this team is at? We're in March, and their resiliency and how they're continuing to show Yeah, them. I'll be honest. There aren't many things about this team I don't like, down to who they are as people. And I actually just like them as individuals, too. But from a basketball side, there's just – we, we got to, they know how to win. They know how to win. And I think we have somehow devalued that, um, that trait uh, and that characteristic. And so, but, uh, but <clears throat> I really like where they're at. I like how they're playing. I like, I like, I like how they absorb information. I like how they communicate. Um, I like how they handle the situations. I like how, uh, a bad call happens and it's not the end of the day. I, it's, it's, I, I, I like a lot about our guys that really don't have that much to do with basketball. They're just winning type guys when it's all said and done and the dust settles. They're winning type guys and they make winning plays um, and they believe in each other and they believe in what we do at such a high level that they know that that, that exudes confidence in you to know that here's what we do. I know how to get to that. I know when I do that, we have success, lots of success. We like that. We can do that, okay? I wasn't doing it the last couple of possessions, but I'm going to do it. And, and, and to have that kind of confidence in what you're doing um, allows you to be in, in, in good positions. And we had, you know, we had to make some plays. We did make some plays, but I really like where they are. Coach, it seemed like offensively that uh, especially the front court was a lot more aggressive attacking the basket in the second half. What do you think sort of led to that between Josh and Colin specifically? Yeah, we talked about attacking. Um, even we got a kick out three. They, they, they got a lot of size in there. And we, we I think it was Talon probed into the middle and seemingly got stuck, pivoted all the way around, and they found Jacoby for a wide open three. So we had talked at halftime about that. And we did it some in the first half. We, we actually did it in the Texas A&M game some too. Um, made a concerted effort to attack more. And uh, so I think it was just a general, the general feel for what we wanted to get done was to try to be aggressive and attacking. And we, we forced some fouls. Um, you know, we ran a play that ended up with Colin in the middle of the floor with space, and he attacked into a spin move and drew a foul. Um, just small things like that, that, that the cumulative effect of, the, of those things is that late in the game, when you have late game free throws, you're going to be nervous. And you can pretend you're not going to be nervous, but if there was a heart monitor on you, you'd be nervous. Um, but the difference in it being a one and one versus being knowing you got two shots no matter what and what that does to a person is hard to measure. So those little fouls that we drew in those situations allowed us to late in the game be in two shot situations versus one and one and and you know those things were critical. Lamont, uh, you've been on teams that have been competing for championships in the past. What's your philosophy about that? Do you talk to these guys about it? Do you let them kind of do it on, figure it out on their own? How, how do you like yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I, th I think it's, it depends on the makeup of the team. It depends on 
it depends on the history of the team. Um, you know, if it's a lot of guys that were there last year and, and you know, you were vying for a championship and there was some sort of disappointment in it, I'm, I'm more likely to talk about it earlier on in the season in that circumstance. But we've, we've, had, we've been trying to prove so many things this year um, that we kept saying as you stack these things together, ultimately there'll be a, there'll be a bigger prize. And the, the immediate bigger prize was an invitation to the NCAA tournament. That was, that was the short-term, long-term um, prize. And having continued to do things and then stack another thing on top of that thing. The other one now is that you're looking in the face of a potential SEC conference regular season championship, which is the hardest thing to do. In my experiences, the hardest thing to do is to win the regular. You, you have to have enough on multiple days, lots of days. Um, and so for this team to be in position to do it, who knows how it shakes out. But there aren't many teams that can look and say two games left, right? Two games left, and you're in position to potentially uh, get a piece of the SEC men's basketball championship. You know, probably not a lot of people that said that, but uh, but a lot of doubts around these guys. But these guys have continuous, continuously uh, risen to the occasion and and found solace within one another and belief and encouragement. And they're, they're tough-minded kids. They're tough-minded kids. Coach, going into this game, obviously, you and Florida, two different teams in terms of, you know, tempo, maybe uh, um, assist rate, the, their height. You know, uh, it's pretty different on paper. How do you go yeah. in terms of game planning for somebody that's that much different than you are and team that might be unique in terms of their size and ability. Yeah, I mean, well, we tried it our way the first half, and then we said second half we'll try to score 50. And that, that ended up being the recipe to score 51 in the second half. But um, seriously, it was, it was uh, we, it's fun when you get all, that's what basketball is about in college sports. You get different styles, different, Old teams, young teams, uh, more physical teams, more skilled teams, and and there's all this projection as to how the game is going to turn out, uh, and all of it leading up to it, and none of it matters until not only when the ball gets tossed in the air, none of it really matters until the clock hits zeros, and then one team has done something and another team hasn't quite done enough, um, and so it's fun to see the drama of that play out. Through the through sports and through college basketball, and this was one. This was the epitome of that. I mean, all the swings, all the. I mean, it was every emotion at one point or another that you're feeling: angst, uh, uh, excitement, jubilation, uh, just fear, possibly. Everything was in there, and then so to end up coming out on the end. But um, yeah, two two different teams, a lot of different philosophies to getting to getting wins. They'd won 9 out of 11. We'd won 9 out of 11. So uh, it just came together today, and, and we, were, we, were able to, we were able to find a way to win. Just want to ask you, when you make a key strategic decision to go to a zone, and it works the way that worked, 
Yeah. How do you feel as a coach, and, and, and how is it for you to kind of coach a game like that where you make a move and it pays huge dividends? Yeah. Um, I just, you know, you're, there's, there's, you're, you're pushing a thousand buttons in the game. A thousand actually probably doesn't get it done over a 40 minute game from substitutions to a play call to, to matchups to anything to zone versus man versus we're going to, uh, to a ball screen coverage to a thousand doesn't get it done. It's not enough. There, there are more decisions in that in a 40 minute game. Um, so it just was, it was something that I thought I wanted to take a look at that I thought could help slow them down a little bit. And, and luckily it worked. Luckily it worked. So, you know, you look smarter on those days. Whereas if they come out and splash seven threes, then you're not asking that question, are you? You're asking it a different way, I promise you. Um, but it just was, I thought it was what we needed to try in that game to just to change, change it up a little bit, and just change the aggression. They were, they were being very aggressive in, uh, in the ball screens. And we turned aggression into indecision. And I think that's where you saw a bunch of turnovers. They turned it over eight times uh, against the zone, eight times. That's when indecision creeps in and you're not really confident in what you really want to get done. Last question, Bill. Coach, you mentioned the, the chance to win it compete for an SEC regular season championship. Um, your old boss, Bo Ryan, said there's a few moments every season where you learn what your team is. Yeah. Um, when did you know or what were those moments for you? Was today one of those moments um, as, you, as you get ready to compete for that championship? Yeah, I mean, there's probably been a few of them, but today certainly was one of them. You know, a couple of our road wins, you go into Tennessee, and, and, and it's, you know, it's not like we went in there and blew them out. It's a, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta make it happen down the stretch and decisions and you gotta grind a stop out against a really good team. Um, there, you know, Kentucky here was probably the first time just in terms of, of saying, okay, there's some sort of reputation. There's a little number next to their name and it was really small. Um, and so how are guys going to adapt to that? Are there going to be any shell shock? Are they going to come out and be aggressive? And then you win that game by 17 or whatever it was. You're up by 17 at one point. So there are a lot of little moments. Today certainly was, is one of them. But I'll, I, I'll be honest, I knew what our team was about. And forget winning and losing. I knew the makeup of our team way, way early, way early. We went to the, on that trip to the Bahamas, and it was just telling. It was telling in all the right ways. And that's why... That's why when they, you know, tell me they were going to pick us last, you know, I kind of joked around about it and, and it was a little snarky, but I knew who we had. I knew what our guys were about. I knew their makeup more than anything. I knew their makeup. And so I didn't want to put a number of wins and losses on it. I'm not going to tell you I would have guessed that it would be this, but I knew we had winning guys. I knew we had winning guys that wanted to win. So there's been a lot of moments, but I knew, I knew who we had really early in this process. And I was thankful that th these guys were those guys once I discovered who they were as people.